Hello everyone, <clears throat> this is Evangelist James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry and Repent Radio. And we're going to be on Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Allah forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? That's right, how can we? Because we're supposed to be dead to sin when we come to Christ Yeshua. We're dead to sin but alive in Christ Yeshua. It says, know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Yeshua Christ were baptized into his death. So if we were baptized into his death and we come up out of that water then we're like alive in his resurrection. <clears throat> we got to remember that. And it says, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So if we are in the likeness of him in his death through the baptism, we, are, we shall also be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Because that's what the baptism is representing. You go down, that means that you died. And then when you come back up out of the water, it's like you've resurrected. Just like he did. Like a newness of life. For if... And that's what it says, and even so, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Okay, so if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we'll also be in the likeness 
of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Okay, we're to know that our old man is crucified with him. <clears throat> because when we were baptized, we go down, and we come up. It's like represents the death and the resurrection, the newness of life that we should walk in. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. <clears throat> Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. We got to remember, we got to treat our lives like we're dead to this world. We're dead. But alive unto Christ Yeshua. But we're dead to the sin in this world. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Now, for he that is dead is freed from sin. So we're free from sin if we're dead to the sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. So we're to be dead with Christ. So that we shall also live with him. Praise Ahiah. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. So after he died and he resurrected, he's not dying no more. He ain't, when he comes back, he's not coming back to die again for you. No, he's not. Sorry about your luck. He's not going to do that. He's coming back as the uh, lion of the tribe of Judah. We need to be set free from the sin. And we need to live for Christ Yeshua. And we've got to remember now, if we be dead with Christ, 
we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. So we know that Christ being raised from the dead, he don't, he's not dying anymore because he done died and rose again. He's not going to die anymore for us. He's going to live forever. And because of what he's done, we can too. So we know that he dieth no more and death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died into sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto Allah. So when he died, he died into sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto Allah. So likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. So we're to reckon ourselves dead to sin but alive unto Allah through Yeshua Christ our Master. So were to reckon ourselves to be dead to sin, but alive unto Allah through Yeshua Christ, our Master. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lusts thereof. So we're not to sin. So saying, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. So let's not let it reign in our mortal body. Because we don't want to obey the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So we're not to even yield our members as instruments unto sin, but yield yourselves unto Allah as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto Allah So we're to not yield our members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but were to yield ourselves unto Allah as those that are alive from the dead and are members as instruments of righteousness unto Allah. For sin shall not have dominion over you, 
for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So it's saying here we're not under the law, but we're under grace. Sin shall not have dominion over us. Because we're not under the law, we're under grace. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. Allah forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So it's saying we're not under the law, but under grace. But it does say that know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But Allah be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. We're not under the law, but we should strive to keep it the best we can. Though we're not under it, we're not saved by the Torah. We're saved by a personal relationship with Yeshaya and Ahaya. But we do want to strive to be Christ-like. Like it says in here, he says, if you love me, Keep my commandments. So we strive to keep his commandments. Though it doesn't save you because the gospel saves you. But we want to live holy and we want to listen to what Yeshua tells us. So we should strive to be Christ-like, to be more like Yeshua. Where it says, uh, What then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? And he goes, Allah forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to, obey. His servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But Allah be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, 
but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants, to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants, to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to Ahia, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life for the wages of sin is death but the gift of Allah is eternal life through Yeshua Christ our master think about this the wages of sin is death but the gift of Allah is eternal life through Yeshua, Christ, our Master. Well, if you don't know Yeshua as your Messiah, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless I have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And we're going to go to Romans chapter 10. Verses 9, ten, nine and 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth 
the master, Yeshaya, and shalt believe in thine heart that Allah hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verse 13 For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. Let's go to Luke chapter 24. Verses 46 and 47. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. So thus it is written, because it's written in the word, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer. So it behoved Christ to suffer which actually means here to die and to rise from the dead the third day. So he suffered in death because of the cross at Calvary and rose from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So thus it is written, thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Not the second day. Because think about it this way. If Yeshua died on Friday evening and rose Sunday morning, he was risen. How is that three days? Because Sunday morning. Friday before sundown. Think about it, y'all. Right there, that I mean the uh, Friday being Good Friday and then Sunday morning being Easter. Don't make sense. When he said that as Jonah was in the belly of the well, so would the Son of Man be in the heart of the ground three days and three nights. So we've got to think about that. That's why I said that he rose the third day. So I believe that he died on a Wednesday evening 
and then okay thursday evening one day uh friday evening second day saturday evening the third day which happens to be the shabbat boom there you have it Sunday he was already raised because he rose on that Saturday. But because it was Shabbat, the, the ladies didn't come out there till Sunday morning. And seeing that the tomb, that the stone was already rolled away. Now let's go to Luke. Chapter 9, verse 23, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away, or if he gain the whole world and lost his soul? Think about that. You could have the the money the that uh, Bill Gates has got or Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or one of them, or you could have all the money that they've got combined. I mean, you may think that hey, you're the king. You got everything you want. In life, what good is it going to do you for eternity? Think about that. I mean, eternity's a long time. It'll keep going and going and going and going and going. And going. I could say a thousand years from now and still going. I was speaking a thousand years from now. No, isn't that a day? Yeah, it is. One thousand years is one day. But it says in the scriptures, Second Peter chapter three, verse eight. But beloved, or beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Okay, he's saying beloved. Be not ignorant of this one thing, 
Don't be ignorant of this one thing. That one day is with Ahaya as a thousand years. Think about that. In a thousand years as one day. Wow, that's a lot of time for one day. Sometimes you'd be like, why well, ain't this day over? I mean, I could start a new day tomorrow. Start off fresh tomorrow. But you've got these days, according to the scriptures here, a thousand years. And we want one 24-hour day to go to bring in the next one. I already messed up today, so why can't tomorrow be here? Why can't it come here right now? Well, one thing. All right, we'll read that scripture again. And then we're going to do another scripture to down the line from it. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the higher as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Ahia is not slack concerning his promise. So we've got to know that one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day, but we also got to know that Ahia is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness, so we need to learn he's not being slack concerning his promise to us, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word. So he's not slack. I mean, one day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is one day with Ahia, and he's not slack on his promises. And he is long-suffering to all of us. Not willing, he's not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want any soul to perish. But that all should come to repentance. He's wanting to see everyone repent of their sins and put their trust in him. That's what he wants. We need to learn this because look at this next verse. I mean, he's not slack concerning slack concerning his promise. He's long suffering, not wanting any to perish, but all would come to repentance. The next verse is, but the day of Ahia 
will come as a thief in the night. So the day of Yeshua will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up, seeing that then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So what kind of person do you need to be seeing all this? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of Elohim, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. So we're not to worry about the heavens and the earth passing away, because it's going to. We, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwell righteousness. So we need to understand this. Wherefore, beloved, Seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. And account that the long suffering of our master is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. So we need to be ready. And we need to be searching for that promise where to look for new heavens and a new earth. Think about that. And like Hebrews chapter 12, wherefore sin we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight in the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So we need to 
we know that we are compassed about with this great cloud of witnesses checking us out. They are watching us every move we make. Big Brother is too trying to watch us. Though Big Brother needs to learn that there's somebody watching him too and his name is Ahaya. And Ahaya sees everything they do. So they need to repent and get right with Ahaya and Josiah. They may be watching me do this radio broadcast, you know, but they need to repent. But we, but seeing that we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. So we need to lay aside every sin, everything, every weight that so easily beset us. And let us run with patience. So we're to run with patience that race that is set before us. Looking unto Yeshaya, the author and finisher of our faith. So we're to run this race. We're to run this race that is set before us. Looking unto Yeshaya, the author and finisher of our faith. who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Yeah, he endured the cross for us. Despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of Elohim. Yes, he is. He's sitting at the right hand of the throne of Elohim. Yes, he is. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. No, we haven't. We do try to strive against sin, but not like Yeshia did. So we need to repent. We need to get right with Yeshia. He is the only way of salvation. And when we preach, we're to do like 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 
We'll start at verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of Elohim. For I determined not to know anything among you. So Paul's saying he did not come with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto them the testimony of Elohim. No, he didn't come that way. But he determined not to know anything among them. Think about that. It's saying, for I determined not to know anything among you. He's like, I don't want to know anything among you. Save Yeshua Christ and him crucified. He was like, I don't want to know anything among y'all. But save Yeshua Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear, in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Think about that. He came to preach the gospel, but he preached it. He didn't want to uh, preach it in excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to them the testimony of Elohim. And he said he determined not to know anything among them, save Yeshua Christ and him crucified. Think about that in his speech. In preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and the power. We need to get that back into the church or into the assembly. We need to start demonstrating with power. Demonstrating with spirit and uh, power. People, let's get right with Yeshia. And y'all have a blessed evening and morning in the mighty name of Yeshia. And peace and shalom and see y'all and talk to y'all on the next broadcast. <laughs>